exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamanos. to explore like never before. Swiper no swiping. Oh man! Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure <laughs> on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we've got this. Todos juntos! Yeah! Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode of All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast is brought to you by the TV Guide Podcast Network and a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor recap show. Join former Bachelor contestant Jacqueline Trumbull and the TV Guide Bachelor expert Leah Matthews after every episode of the hit ABC reality series to find out who got a rose and who got the thorns. Subscribe to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor recap show wherever you stream your podcasts and listen for new episodes in in 2020. Season's greetings and welcome to TV Guides. All I want for Christmas is this podcast. I am your host, Julia Lechner, and I am Jingle Bell Rocking into your podcast feed every Tuesday and Thursday this holiday season to break down the must-watch seasonal films you need to see this year. And I'm sure you both, all of you watched the two movies you had to see this past weekend, Christmas Reservations with Melissa Joan Hart, as well as Marion Bright with Jodie Sweetin and Andrew Walker. We had all three of them on our show last week, so go back in your feeds, listen to those episodes and now we're going to talk about a brand new movie that also came out this weekend today i am joined by tv guide social media producer kelsey pfeiffer to chat about netflix's new movie holiday in the wild which premiered on the streaming service on friday november 1st welcome to the show kelsey thanks for having me i'm excited to be here so uh, tell us, have you seen many holiday films so far this season, or was this your first? So this was my first this season, but um, I'm a big fan of pretty much any holiday film, especially if it's like kind of cheesy. I like the cheesy ones, um, but Love Actually is my favorite, so I guess that's not that cheesy. Wonderful. All right. Well, I'm going to give our fans a little uh, summary of Holiday in the Wild in case they have not seen it yet. To keep her spirits high when their son leaves for college, Manhattanite Kate Conrad, played by Kristen Davis of Sex and the City fame, has booked a second honeymoon with her husband. Instead of thanking her, he brings the relationship to a sudden end, and jilted Kate proceeds to Africa for a solo safari. During her detour through Zambia, she helps her pilot, Derek, played by Rob Lowe, rescue an orphaned baby elephant. They nurse him back to health at a local elephant orphanage, and Kate extends her stay through Christmas time. Far from modern luxuries of home, Kate thrives amidst majestic animals and scenery. Her love for the new surroundings just might extend to the man who shared her journey. Kelsey, holiday in the wild was something else. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Um, did you watch Sex in the City? Were you a fan of that show? So I watched the later seasons of Sex in the City, and I would say that Kristen Davis in this film is not too far from her character. Like, um, I think one of the funniest moments kind of beginning the film is when she meets Rob Lowe. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you look like you're from L.A. And she gives him this look like, what? But I also understand why she gives him that look, because she's drinking a martini in a leopard print dress. So I'm like, what? Mm? <laughs> you like, New York in the face is really how Yeah, I, I couldn't tell it. if it was a little reference to Sex in the City. Like, if we yeah, were supposed I to think so. this was a Sex in the City reference. I as well felt like... Um, uh, just, you know, from my Sex in the City experience, I watched the show, I saw more episodes than I thought I did, replayed on cable, and then one day had a realization that I did not care for any of the characters, <laughs> nor was I rooting for them, and abruptly stopped. But I saw quite a few 
mm-hmm. episodes. Um, and this felt like it could have been the Charlotte spinoff if she'd stayed with Trey McDougal, her first husband. Yes. Um, but instead of breaking up soon into their marriage, had mm-hmm. made it through their entire child's life. And it's really sad. I mean, the beginning of this movie, Holiday in the Wild, they send their one son off to college and her husband abruptly turns around and immediately says, I'm leaving you. Okay, so I was... It's a shame. It, first off, it's awful and, like, really, really heartbreaking, honestly, because it's so quick. Like, the son's out the door and literally the husband's like, I'm not happy. But the part for me that killed me is um, I'd seen the trailer, but I didn't really notice the son in the trailer. And then I watched the film and I was like, that's Rob Lowe's son. Yes. <laughs> this actor is Rob Lowe's son in real life, but in this movie is not Rob Lowe's no. son. No. No. So that threw me off immediately because... I knew him from Rob Lowe and his sons have this show called The Low Files, which is like paranormal hunting with the three of them. And it's the greatest thing on earth. And so I was like, oh, my God, that's John Owen Lowe. And I couldn't shake that for the rest of the film. <laughs> so I was like having to be like, oh, it's not he's not playing his father's son. He's playing Kristen Davis's son. Like it was so confusing to me after a while that I was like, OK, just like put that aside and watch the film. Yeah. So he leaves for college. Um Kate Conrad is immediately dumped by her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, She had planned a second honeymoon for the two of them to go to Africa and reconnect. Um, So she decides to go by herself. I saw an astute Twitter user point this out. If you see her boarding passes when she's looking at them forlornly, she's clearly flying coach, which I find difficult (laughs) to believe because she's toward the back of the plane. And I was like, gosh, they were going to fly coach. They really set it up like they're very rich Manhattan people. Oh, yeah. Um, So that was just a fun little fact. but, That's awful. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't shake who the son was. I really couldn't shake that this felt like some sort of Sex in the City mm-hmm. spinoff. Um, Kate lands in Africa and very soon meets like an Indiana Jones type played by Rob Lowe. Um, Can we talk about the scene where they met? Because please. for me, and maybe this is just me being like, I, I have no issue going to places alone. Like I will eat alone. I'll go to movies alone. It really doesn't bother me. But I have a severe aversion when people, like, try to talk to me when I'm, like, clearly reading or doing something like that. Maybe it's just, I don't know, introvert tendencies. But he straight up, like, comes for her (laughs) the minute he sees her in the bar. Like, oh, you know, you're trying to learn the languages? (laughs) Maybe just enjoy it. Dude, and then he asks for her food, which to me was just completely absurd. I was like, I hope nobody ever asks me to eat my meal after it's been delivered. An untouched plate of lobsters, which we see twice in the movie that she orders at the hotel lobby. Um, I mean, I always get sad when I see uneaten food in movies. So I was happy that someone wanted it. Um, But she is drinking alone. She's drinking martinis, which, again, seems very Charlotte Mm -hmm. happening. Um, Rob Lowe comes up to her. I mean, I got the impression he kind of hits on everyone who's new to town. Okay. I just got the sense that maybe he's romanced a mm-hmm. tourist or two, but maybe I'm reading into it. I don't know. Um, he does have some sort of Indiana Jones vibe happening, though. Even though he's in a hat most of the movie, his hair looks amazing whenever the hat's off, which is I mean, difficult yes. to envision. Everyone looked really nice, and considering they were like, they made a point of saying people yeah. sleep with the elephants every night because they get so attached to them. They were both the cleanest elephant sleepers I've ever yeah. seen in my life. because my hair looks you know, a mess every day Correct. and I, I'm sleeping in a bed. I'm not sleeping next to an elephant and I, I look it, but I mean, everyone looks amazing in this. Um, and he tries to romance this woman. It turns out he's the pilot of some tourist 
plane and takes her out for a flight the next day. And that's when they see an orphaned baby elephant who needs help. And at that moment, when the elephant is being taken away on a truck, Kate mentioned she used to be a veterinarian and would like to travel with the elephant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we didn't know until that moment. But she used to have that career. She wants to take care of him. She goes along with the elephant and then stays in an elephant orphanage mm-hmm. to take care of Manu, her baby elephant um, that she and Rob Lowe rescued. Um, I wish I, I wish this weren't true, but when they played the Rusted Root song, Send Me On My Way, which is... <laughs> I put that down in my notes. I was like, of course this song is in here. Why did I expect it not to be? I don't I don't want to sing this for you guys, so please don't make me. But look up the Rusted Root song, Send Me On My Way. You've heard it in things like Matilda and Ice Age. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a montage so- song. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the song that they play when she learns to love Africa and she's falling in love with with Africa and with this elephant and with her life here and um, Mm -hmm. the montage scene. It's a solid song. I get why it's in a lot of montage scenes. If there was any moment in this movie that was making me feel a little something, honestly, it was it was the rusted root montage to send me on my way. If you don't get emotional to send me on my way, I have doubts that you're a person. I'll admit I had more emotions in the movie Ice Age than in this movie. But I did that that song really like woke me up and was like, Yeah, we're going on a journey and she's in a new place. Go Kate. So that that kind of like Yeah. Woke me up a little bit, made me excited to watch her. Um, but I was embarrassed by it because I feel like they know that when they choose that song. Oh, for sure. That people are going to be like, go, Kate, go. The music coordinator was like on point. Like if we use no other song, if we spend our music budget on no other song, send me on my ways in here. It was a solid choice. So it's not a Christmas carol. It's not a Christmassy no. song or a holiday song, but it is a solid montage song. It's mm-hmm. right up there with Eye of the Tiger when it comes to <laughs> montage choices. <laughs> Um, So we watch as Kate starts to fall in love with Africa and with her elephant. Um, And then maybe we get a hint that she's going to fall in love with someone else. I mean, a hint. Um, (laughs) It's like a slight undertone note. Yeah. So early in, she walks into the wrong tent. It turns out to be Rob Lowe's tent. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only is he shirtless, but he's fresh out of a shower, shirtless Rob Lowe. And I just want to take a moment to say, good for you, Rob Lowe. (laughs) I was like, honestly, I bet it's in his contract of, hey, you're Rob Lowe. Um, We need a minimum of 30 seconds shirtless for everything you do uh, because you look amazing and you should celebrate that. Yeah. um, Rob Lowe looks great. He's confident. He's fit. You know, Mm -hmm. he like tanned. Again, his hair looks perfect. So perfect. Even though he's been both flying a plane and caring for animals, um, two things that would affect how my hair looked Mm -hmm. um he looks amazing so he's kind of the the eye candy uh early into the movie and he does a great job with it and kate clearly is taken aback yep when she sees him and is feeling it (laughs) um and then we just go back into montage of her learning her who she is and then there's a chance that she might have to leave africa soon because her trip is coming to to an end. end but decides to stay because she's having such a good time raising Menu. So here's my question. Um, what is her visa like? Because I feel like cause this was my this was like my biggest point of contention with the entire film is she continues to like extend her trip and then other things happen that like bring people back. Anyways, 
the visa situation to me was very concerning because I was like, you can't mm-hmm. change a flight the day of in Africa. You need shots. You need to be approved by the government. <laughs> it was just so unrealistic to me. But at the same time, I'm like, I understand why they didn't put that in because it's really boring and nobody cares. Yeah. Or having that scene of like a, a phone call where right. she's like, I just need to square some things up. Um, but it is a bigger deal leaving Africa than say like, Western Pennsylvania or something. Totally. There's a lot that goes on. I will admit I had those thoughts too, but it's hard to romanticize the visa process. No, you really can't. <laughs> and if it was between the phone call to clarify the visa and that shirtless Rob Low shot, I think they made the right choice. Yeah, we know what we're choosing. Um, they could have added it in the montage scene, I guess, her <laughs> figuring out her paperwork <laughs> and just throw that in briefly. But yeah, it's just a matter of like, I'm not going to get on the flight today. Mm-hmm. I love Africa. I'm staying. And we just assume the visa that everything's good. situation is locked in. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk more about this Netflix movie. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. And we are back. I'm Julia Lechner. I'm with Kelsey Pfeiffer, and we are talking about Netflix's Holiday in the Wild. Um, so they're still in the wild. Uh, <laughs> and, it's really wild. Yeah, and and hanging out and getting to know each other a little bit better. Um, we have a few little conflict or dramatic scenes where like an elephant goes missing late at night one night. So they go to try and find the baby elephant in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, which is them just driving out into an open field and then Rob Lowe saying he's going to sleep in the Jeep um, and Kate wondering if that's safe to do or not and they do yeah. it. I don't feel like it would have been no, it wouldn't advisable. Have been. Um, and then finding the elephant the next day. But all the little conflicts and stuff they add in are pretty low low tier yes. conflicts um, or, or drama that's happening. And she's stealing glances at Rob Lowe. He's stealing glances at her. The scenery is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, Agreed. Yeah, the setting for the film is is beautiful. Um, there there were some minor. I don't want to get into details too much on this. There were some minor um, sound issues in this movie where people's mouths are moving, but they're not saying the words and vice versa. Yes. And also some strange lighting things that maybe they had to shoot later, and it was noticeable mm-hmm. um, in the film. But it still is a higher quality than you might see on something straight to TV. Like, they clearly had a bigger oh, budget. Oh, for sure. It, it's Netflix budget. Yeah. They're not going to a small town in Connecticut or to Toronto. Like, they yeah. they have a Netflix budget, which is great. But there are some little sound and lighting issues that I think people will notice while they're watching it. Um, but, like, the visa, you just try not to think about it. If you just ignore a lot of, like, the practicalities of this entire film, it's delightful. I mean, is it groundbreaking? <laughs> but it's really like it's what you want out of a Christmas movie of like, hey, this is, you know, two people falling in love over Christmas time. Although I would argue that there is not a lot of Christmas time involved in this. I'm film. glad you brought that up, Kelsey, because now we'll get to the point where I guess Christmas kind of comes up. Granted, when they opened the movie, they were shooting a family Christmas card in August. August. Um 
And I would laugh, but my family does that. Yeah, it felt kind of inserted <laughs> later. Maybe in my mind, I feel like they made a movie and then they wanted to make it a Christmas movie. Yes. And they found some reasons to insert Christmas after the fact. Correct. Um, so that beginning scene where they're shooting a card. And then at this point, it just so happens she's still in Africa when Christmas is coming up. So they make a point of saying, sorry, your family is not here. We're going to celebrate Christmas this week. There's some minor decorating. Um no carols, no snow, no Santa, no real yeah. huge discussions around Christmas. Um, but her son does fly out from college, which is nice to visit her. That was another like point for me that, again, I'm nitpicky. But he said he was like, I'm going to stay at college with my friends. And I was like, who, who does that? Yeah, your friends aren't there. I was like, no <laughs> college kid I've ever met unless they like literally just don't care to go home or it's too far away doesn't at least do something for Christmas or like goes home with a friend's family I was like your college campus is empty that is a lie yeah. sir and your family is very rich yeah um and they can save even more money flying you coach to Africa which they did <laughs> um yeah I guess a confusion point here that comes up is Rob Lowe now sees his real life son yeah but it's still not his son in the movie, though. No. But they clearly look related. <laughs> yeah, they look bizarrely alike. Um, and then I didn't know if that was a reference to at one point. Rob Lowe says, I really like that kid. There's something about him. And I was like, "Is it? it's because it's your it's son. It's because it's your child. <laughs> I don't know if every viewer knows this, though. So it might not have stuck out that so much. But it looks like a mini Rob Lowe. Yeah. I feel like you can tell. Rob Lowe, Outsiders era, lighter hair. We've got it going. Yeah. So it's briefly Christmas at this point at the Elephant Orphanage. And Manu is getting older. And her son gets to see the life she's leading another teeny conflict is inserted in that he's not really feeling college and he wants to pursue music it's music right yeah I'm getting these no you're fine <laughs> <laughs> because this is a common thing um so they have a discussion about that but again it's not like an end of the world thing it's just he's not loving his first semester yeah let's be honest school. none of the conflicts in this film are end of the world no <laughs> um which is nice. You don't want to see too much no. upsetting stuff. I agree. In the movie. And really the most upsetting stuff is like the, what the elephant is going through mm -hmm. and that he has to get rescued. But the, the personal stuff does not feel as dramatic. No, it does not. Um, so her son stays for a bit and then leaves. And then Kate can go back to her eat, pray, love slash under the Tuscan sun slash other movies where she's everything Nancy Myers yeah where she's transforming and becoming a new person and also making eyes with Rob Lowe they briefly tease another woman who's into Rob Lowe um but we don't really flesh out that no storyline I she shows up once when we were talking about like the shirtless Rob Lowe scene and then she doesn't show up again for another 45 minutes and to me, I had no idea who she was. They explained it like three times who she was. I had no idea even when she kept showing up. I was like, who is this chick? Why is she just never going to be brought up again? And she kind of delivers this blow. But I do feel like watching this film, I feel like she probably had four or five more scenes that they definitely cut for time. Yeah. Because she's so underdeveloped that every time she comes on screen, they have to remind me who she is or else I will not know. It makes it a little too low stakes where if we mm -hmm. fleshed it out more, we'd get more info. But it seems like a woman who occasionally drops by Rob Lowe's tent. So I think it's pretty yeah. hookup buddy level, not serious relationship level between them, mm -hmm. like a casual thing where two people who but happen to be at this more. elephant orphanage. Yeah. Um, so she does deliver a blow, as you mentioned, which is she finds that Rob Lowe has painted or sketched a photo of Kristen Davis. Yep. I love when 
characters make a sketching of another character in a movie and you get to see like what their art abilities were and everything um, but it does sort of <laughs> sound so mean i'm so sorry like the sketch itself looks like it's done in photoshop like it's hilarious to me that it does not look human made at all like it's very clearly like either somebody did it on set and they kind of enhanced it post but I looked at it and I was like, who's that supposed to be? When she walks in, she's like, you're sketching her. Just all scorned. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's Kristen Davis. Yeah, Rob Lowe has always sketched elephants. And now he sketches Kristen Davis. And this other woman yeah. who, it turns out, runs. She raises money for the elephant orphanage. She's mm-hmm. with an organization who raises money for it. So when he see, she sees that Rob Lowe has sketched Kristen Davis, she says something along the lines of like, this was more for me than just what we had yeah you're not getting any more money to take care of the elephants um which i guess makes her like a super villain at that point that it's like (laughs) if you can't get rob Lowe, you will not take care of these elephants in need which is pretty mr potter level of villain (laughs) there's no redeeming qualities in her at all absolutely not but although her hair looks great for living in africa everyone's hair looks great i was like my my hair would not survive that humidity for five minutes she looks great she looks put together but she is angry oh for sure and does not want to support the elephants anymore but that's okay because kate has a plan to save the elephants and right after this break we will get to it we'll be right back paramount plus and the national park foundation present a mountain of zen are you still listening good Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. And we are back. We are talking holiday in the wild. So, Kristen Davis. Finally, we again, we don't see the visa process, but her visa must be up because she goes back to New York mm-hmm. um, and becomes a veterinarian again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she finds out that the baby elephants need more money, she shakes down her ex-husband and all her friends to write checks, which again felt very sex, sex in, the in the city. city. Yep. For sure. Like work with what you know. They make a point early in the movie of saying she's a lady who lunches. She has a ladies who lunch group. I love that she hates that term because I felt the same way. I was like, oh, my God, if I ever become this, like, I really do need to move to Africa and do something worthwhile because I could never imagine just being somebody who sits and eats lunch all day. <laughs> I get. I think they had jobs, but Sex in the City, they were ladies who lunch, right? Because mm-hmm. they were at lunch a lot. Yeah. And sometimes they'd pretend like it was pizza. But, I mean, usually it was nice. But I feel like they were always at lunch when they had their little it, chat. It did feel very callback Yeah. So, again, like, Charlotte's journey continues. She doesn't like it in this movie, apparently, but she is a lady who lunches. Yep. And then she has people write very specific check amounts. Like, I think her ex writes a check for $108,000. Yes. There was definitely one for, like, 250000 and I was like wow you really know those deep pockets girl yeah so she gets all that money raised and just puts it all in a big old envelope to ship to mm-hmm. rob Lowe. she sells all her jewelry she hangs that beautiful painting rob Lowe made of her on her wall um and saves the elephant orphanage from afar mm-hmm. um, but still feels called that she has to go back and she finds that out when she is working at a veterinarian's office and a dog comes in that's been there three times that week 
And I felt bad for that dog. I felt so awful for that dog because I, I know those type of women who, if like you haven't seen it, she basically is like, I need a nail clip and a refill on the antidepressants for my dog. And I was like, this dog looked so sad. And I just wanted to hug it and like take it away. Yeah. And that's what makes Kristen Davis decide I can't stay in New York anymore. I get it. That's a viable reason. Yeah. I have to go back where I'm called to. And that is to Manu and to Rob Lowe. Um, And so she returns to the elephant orphanage. And I think it wraps up pretty quick from there. Yeah. It felt very abrupt. Um, She does email her son a lot more than I think is necessary. I feel like calling. Maybe it's just because I call my parents all the time. Like, I don't email my parents and I thought that that was very strange because she's like oh dear son like thank you for coming to our wedding you made it so special and I get it it was just like a quick plot wrap up but I'm like you couldn't call him and say that like that would have been so nice yeah that was just a moment I guess to let us know what had happened but it does feel weirdly formal to sit down and write (laughs) that but it's not an official thank you note for a gift or anything it's just an email about it because I feel like a thank you note I would have been fine with like Mm -hmm. oh my god thank you so much for coming out whatever cute wrap it up no and you also don't do we figure out what happens with him in college um I don't know that we do, Okay, but there were a few things with the son briefly introduced that we don't wrap up, like the yeah. girlfriend early in. I'm very invested in his life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he seems like a very interesting character that was not explored enough. Yeah. And one scene, one of the few scenes we do get with him, which I liked because I don't really feel like it was necessary, but it was supposed to hint at him not liking college was him making a call to his mom. But mm-hmm. then there's like a bunch of bros nearby, yeah. like throwing footballs in this computer lab and you can tell he's just over it he's not feeling college but I don't feel like we needed that scene with all those bros to no. to let us know that but it's fun that that's a scene they felt was needed <laughs> I agree <laughs> to show of like bros are still at college campuses yeah and they're making it hard for you to call your mom times haven't changed yeah um I don't think we know what happens with her son we just know he'll be okay sequel holiday in the wild too and it will work out um, and they let Manu, Rob Lowe, and Kristen Davis go see Manu off. And this was another scene where the lighting was a little weird mm-hmm. to me. I agree. Okay, you noticed it I too. I did. I did. I 100% did. Um, yeah, Kristen Davis is lit very strangely. Mm-hmm. I think it was something that was shot later, or they lost the sun that day. Very Hollywood stuff. But yes. But she's in a different world than I think Rob it was, Lowe. It was like meant to be golden hour, and golden hour was an hour and a half ago. Yeah. For sure. And then they see off their elephant, who now rejoins the other elephants, and is a baby who has grown up, and they mm-hmm. he goes away, and then they turn and they kiss. And that's Holiday in the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did notice at the end, because here was... And this was probably, like, one of my things with this film that I was like, oh, you missed opportunity here. Um, Like, so they basically have a call to action at the end of the film of, like, hey, you should donate to elephant reserves and stuff like that. But there's no website. There's no phone number. And that, to me, was like, well, I would have gone and donated, but where do I go? You know? So I was like, missed opportunity. Yeah. Netflix is, I mean, some people are streaming on a phone or computer. Mm -hmm. Pop it up. Give us something to click. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think there could have been an opportunity for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed, so just to get into the, the holiday amount of the movie, when the, the 
everyone gets a different promo image on Netflix, I believe, mm-hmm. based on the algorithms. But the image I got is Kristen Davis looking up, hopefully, surrounded by swirling snow with a, <laughs> a Christmassy cityscape behind her. Um, this never happens no. in the movie. Um, she's briefly in New York, but it's shot very dark and sad. Like, when she goes back to New York, they don't romanticize it. She's, mm-hmm. like, not happy to be back in New York. Um, I also... With the holiday movies, this is very specific. Maybe you don't feel this way. When things take place post-Christmas, it just kind of bums me out a little bit. Like, I like things that lead up to the holiday. But this has a lot of post-holiday time where Christmas happens, and then it's those few days after Christmas where everyone is sad. It, like, it definitely has the, like, way too much pre-Christmas. I mean, she leaves for It starts in August. Yeah, she leaves for Africa in August and then is, like, there till Christmas. I would say if you you bundled up all of the Christmas scenes, it probably amounts to, like, 25 minutes of this hour and a half film. Like, it's very small. Yeah. There's very little Christmas. I don't think we hear any Christmas music. There is not a lot of snowy scenes, but I do understand that not everywhere at Christmas is snowy, and that is fine. Um, We do hear... We do hear the son play Christmas music on the piano and his hands don't move. Yeah. (laughs) It's very unnerving. It's difficult, you know, because there was probably no music there. And they told him, we promise when we put this together, it's going to look like you were playing the keys. It doesn't. It doesn't look like he was playing the keys. But then it furthers the he's into music thing. Clearly, he needs to keep working on that music. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's not a lot of holiday in holiday in the wild even though it's the leading word in the title but it is early in the season it dropped on november 1st on netflix right so if you're looking to like dip your toes into the holiday season but not get a full-fledged christmas or holiday movie yeah it's a good start it's a good ramp up um i would mostly advocate for if you've been waiting for that charlotte spinoff yeah this is charlotte finding herself she has a line she says to her husband when she goes back to new york um, after they've broken up, I think he asks her something like, did you meet anyone when you were in Africa? And she says, yes, pause. I met me. Mm-hmm. You think she might say Rob Lowe, but she like met herself. Right. And it's one of those empowering, like, all right, she's figuring it out yeah, a little later sure. in life, like who she is post-marriage, post-child leaving, which doesn't necessarily feel like Christmas, but it no. does feel like Charlotte's later in life story from Sex and the City. Yeah, it re- I would say that like if you are a Charlotte, you will enjoy this film. 100%. Take that for what <laughs> you, you will. think it is. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've been waiting for her story, this is more of her story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and arguably sure. maybe better than some of the Sex and the City spinoff movies. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get beautiful scenes of Africa you see cute animals um Rob Lowe shirtless doesn't hurt um I don't love this is very small I don't love the grand it's not a grand gesture but at the end when she reunites with him the way they call it back is they're in the hotel lobby again where they first met yeah and she has a plate of lobster sent to him and then he's like where did this lobster come from and he turns around and she's there in a dress i again guys stop wasting food to make a point yeah i don't appreciate <laughs> it i will eat that lobster like it's just sitting there as a prop for him to turn around and see that she's there and she's returned i'd like to think they'd share it but i i, I don't know so. i don't think they did <laughs> i think they leave i think it went to waste and i think it's the same one we saw earlier in that they just oh, trot sure. out again yeah it's sad to me it really is don't waste food to tell people you love them just tell you them you love them i agree that's a really good life takeaway 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> if I learned anything this Christmas, it's don't waste food to make a point. Eat the food or make your point. Yeah, don't do waste both. food to be romantic. Yeah, it's rude. Well, Kelsey, on this show, we rate films between one and five about how we felt about them. Mm -hmm. um, this time, because it was, you know, it took place at an elephant orphanage, we're going to rate this film between one and five baby elephants. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's more seamless, and sometimes that's how we rate it. So, um, Kelsey, between one and five baby elephants, how would you rate Holiday in the Wild on Netflix? I mean, I have really conflicting feelings about it. Um that I kind of mentioned before we were recording is I'm like, I went into it being like, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, wow, like two white people telling us about Africa. How great. And then you kind of explained that this is like Kristen Davis's like passion project. So that made me like it a lot more. Um, I, I would say like it's so Christmassy in the sense of, you know, cheesiness and relationship. And I love that. But there were also some plot holes that I was like, mm, I don't know. So I'm going to go with two and a half. Can I do two and a half baby elephants? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't like to half an elephant, but you know. That's okay. But they're short. So it's like two baby elephants and one very, very baby yeah, elephant. Yeah, one newborn elephant. Yeah. There we go. I'm good with that. That is a rating system we're comfortable with. Um, yes, I briefly did mention I did not do, you know, a deep dive on the research, but apparently mm -hmm. Kristen Davis is very passionate about this cause. Which is and, lovely. Yeah. So this is something she wanted to make a movie about, and she's very happy to be able to promote these charities. Um, as we said, Holiday in the Wild. Not a lot of holiday. <laughs> A lot um, of wild, though. Yeah, it's, a, it's shot in a beautiful place. You know, how can you argue with someone who's finding themselves? Uh, there's not too much conflict, which, again, in a Christmas movie, I don't want to be stressed out. I'm with you on that I want to see shirtless Rob Lowe. I have to keep bringing it up because there's no, like, snowball fight montages. You know, nope. Rob Lowe looks great. Everyone's, again, everyone's hair looks great. It gives me something to aspire to. May we all wear hats and look oh, great when we take them off. For sure. Um, maybe someday. May we all um, look as good in Kelly Green as Kristen Davis does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is the best use of Rusted Roots Send Me On My Way, but again, that montage scene, you guys, replay it. You'll feel something. Yeah. Um, I did not. I wish I could have felt more during this movie. I feel like there could have been tearjerker moments for some. I did not feel very emotionally stirred by the film other than that montage scene. Um, but yeah, not a lot of holiday. However, cute baby elephants. Yes. Can't beat it. Kristen Davis slash Charlotte finding herself. Yes. Rob Lowe looks, you know, good for him. <laughs> Again, just good for Rob Lowe. That's a Christmas gift in and of itself. Uh, so Holiday in the Wild, the Netflix film that's not really about the holidays that much. Five out of five baby elephants. <laughs> baby elephants are the takeaway this Christmas. So many baby elephants. And they're happy and they're reintroduced into the wild and they good for so them. Cute. Um, so you can stream Holiday in the Wild on Netflix anytime. It's there. It's an original. It's going to stay there. And that can introduce you to the holiday season. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Is there anything you would like to plug or impart to our listeners before the, um, they go? Sure. Follow TV Guide on Instagram. I, I, I run that thing. So that's very fun. And anytime you see a graphic or, um, you know, something like that, it's usually me. So <laughs> show yeah. it some love. Give it a follow. Give it a like. And that's at TV Guide on social. You can also yes. follow this show at All I Want Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And that's where I will reveal the movies we're watching so you can help schedule your Christmas movie viewing accordingly. And you can find us in your podcast feed every Tuesday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, happy holidays. 
streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.